Welcome to DSMLF Radio. The Digital and Social Media Leadership Forum is an organization where many of the world's leading companies come to meet, share and discuss insights and knowledge about social media and new technologies. And today I'm really excited to be talking with Justin Hunt, who's the founder of the Digital and Social Media Leadership Forum. So welcome, Justin. Thanks for joining me. Hello, Joe. Thanks for having me on. So, perhaps you can start by telling us a bit more about the forum, when it was set up, what you do, how it's evolved. Well, it was set up in 2009 with the support of Shell. And at the time, Shell was trying to figure out how best to handle all the emerging technologies and how they could develop communication strategies in response to those new technologies. And so the idea that we came up with was to essentially form a club of leading organizations to share ideas and to explore what would be the best way forward. And Shell hosted the first meeting. Lovely. And what sort of organizations were involved and are now involved? We, we focus predominantly on large organizations um, because they are the ones that probably struggle the most in terms of trying to get everybody together and behind and coordinated across all these different new emerging platforms. And also, it can be difficult for them to try to spot and figure out which are the best new technologies to be taking seriously. And what sort of... uh sectors are involved particularly? We have a broad range of sectors so it's a very eclectic mix so we have on the one hand large well-known financial organizations, we have media companies, telecoms companies, retailers, law firms, professional services firms, pharmaceutical companies, engineering companies, so it's a really broad mix and I think that's valuable for the members because they can learn about the different experiences and challenges and different approaches that different industry sectors and different companies are taking. So it's been going nearly seven years or into the seventh year now. How, how have the meetings evolved since, since the beginning? Well, I think when we first started, it was early days for the emergence of social networks and I can remember when we had our first meeting with Facebook and there was a huge amount of excitement about that meeting and the person from Facebook I think was taken aback by all the questions that these large organizations had about how they could get involved with Facebook and there was a lot of work done afterwards to try to provide support to those organizations so I think that at the time we started, the social networks themselves weren't really prepared for engaging with large organizations. And also, the large organizations themselves didn't have structures and the organization in place to manage and communicate through social media. In fact, when we began, jobs such as social media manager didn't exist. And so who do you have coming now? It, uh, presumably social media managers now, but what other types of roles are, are, are forming the membership? Well, we get a broad, we get a broad mix of people and it, it tends to define itself by the particular 
topic of the of, of the meeting. So we get uh, directors of digital, directors of social media, corporate affairs directors, heads of innovation, heads of analytics. We get a, um, a broad section of of representation, but it does vary according to the areas that we're looking at. So, for example. If we're looking at social media risk management, then that's likely to be senior people from corporate comms who have to look after the reputation of the business. Whereas if we are looking at a topic such as the Internet of Things, then that's more likely to draw in um, people who are part of labs or innovation teams for, for the membership. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a membership organization and, and you've talked about different people coming along to the meetings. How, how does that actually work? Well, if you if you become a when you become a member of the Digital and Social Media Leadership Forum, uh, you get up to six places that are available to you, and that's flexible. So you can actually allocate places to people in your organisation who you think would benefit most from participating in a particular meeting and hearing from the speakers and the experts and the startups who are likely to be involved in that meeting. And then, as a member, you will get a report, an executive summary after each meeting, and then that can be distributed across the whole organization or to those people who you think would benefit from the learning and development that can come from from these meetings that we're organizing. So if I were to talk to some of the members currently and ask them to describe sort of what their experience is with the the forum and, and, and how you're different to perhaps other places that they go to, to learn from, what, what do you think they'd be saying? I think that they would hopefully pick up on the fact that we are about cooperative intelligence. So we put a lot of emphasis on collaboration. And so you know, whilst we fully understand that people have their own IP, which they're protective of, we recognize that there are a lot of common challenges and opportunities that are facing large organizations and that therefore it makes sense for them to um, drop some of their differences and share ideas and insights with one another. By doing that, they can access new ideas, they can learn about new applications, and they can potentially form new partnerships. And what we do within the context of the meetings is that we encourage a lot of conversation. There are a lot of uh, breakouts where people go into working groups to discuss particular ideas, and we encourage the members to define the uh, priority of the topics that we talk about and we award prizes at each meeting for those people who make what we consider to be the best contributions that help the overall understanding of the community. And so meetings are something that, that are important to, to the forum and, and so quite a lot of face-to-face, but you're a digital and social media organisation, so why, why the emphasis on the actual face-to-face meetings? Well, one of, our, one of our philosophies is that we think that even though we obviously are genuinely interested and excited about the possibility of, of new emerging technologies, we think that sometimes people can engage with these new technologies at the cost of, of relationships with, with people around them. So, you know, we're all guilty of spending a lot of time texting or on our mobile phones, and sometimes that can be a substitute for proper, meaningful relationships and discussions. And so we think that there's real value in people coming together regularly, face-to-face, spending time with one another, really listening to one another, and having genuine conversations around topics which they can derive, hopefully, a lot of value from. Mm-hmm. 
And we also, at the same time, at the same time, we also, of course, organise online meetings as well. But again, the emphasis is on conversation, and we're looking to bring in lots of different experts from around the world to share views and opinions and insights and ideas. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that's the face-to-face -face stuff. What, what other resources are available to members to enable them to continue the learning outside of those meetings? As I mentioned earlier, we, we uh, create after each meeting an executive summary, and that's like a magazine which has photographs and, and, and insight in there and commentary. And that acts as a record of uh, what has been said and shared. So even if you didn't manage to make the meeting, you will get access to a digital copy of the executive summary. And so therefore, you can keep your uh, finger on you know, what are the key preoccupations of your peers across a range of different industry sectors on a particular topic. We also organize uh, private lunches for members. And at those lunches, they can uh, decide what topics they would like to have discussed with their peers from other industries. And we also bring in uh, independent innovators who can help shed light on particular issues. So for instance, I've been at one of our uh, dinners where, or lunches where we've had maybe a, a, a representative from one of the law firms there. And they've been able to give legal advice on a particular issue to a member, for instance. or you might, for example, get somebody giving advice to someone on analytics or on how they can uh, deal with a particular thorny issue that they might have on a, on a social network. We um, are developing our publications, and we're going to be producing a quarterly publication called The Digital Leader, which we hope will help to um, provide fresh perspectives to, to members and, and, and more uh, learnings to help them continue to be uh, successful. We've got a members-only area in which we put lots of different uh, bits of information and advice. We uh, obviously have our blog through which we are sharing information. Uh, we have a Slack group, a LinkedIn group for members, and obviously uh, we have uh, radio, which uh, we're taking part in now, which is a really good way for people to introduce new ideas. And as I referred to earlier, we're also launching this year online global conversations, which will be archived and recorded for people to watch and listen to at a time which suits them. So it's a whole sort of mixture of, um, of activities that are going on regularly. And I think it's also worth pointing out that all the meetings are hosted by the members, so they can co-create the meetings, they can help define the agenda, and they can participate in them, and they can bring other colleagues into those meetings as well. So tell us a bit about the programme for this year. What sort of topics will you be covering? Well, we're trying to get a blend between um, what we would consider to be kind of core digital and social issues. So on the one hand, issues like um, risk management, which is a critically important issue for large organisations, uh, issues like uh, content strategies, and then we're also going to be looking at some of the uh, leading edge emerging technologies and the impact that they could have on large organizations. So for example, we've got a meeting coming up on, on robotics uh, in March. Shall I, I sort of talk you through some of the more immediate meetings we've got coming up? Can yes. I do that? Yes, please do that. It'll give a really uh, good flavor for, for how they run. 
Uh, well, next next Wednesday, that's Wednesday, the 27th of January, we're going to State Street, who are kindly hosting a meeting on big data and better decision making. And at that meeting, we've got the Financial Times, we've got various London-based big data startups who've got some really interesting, innovative approaches, and we've got an award-winning visual data artist who's spoken at TED meetings, and we've also got a, an author of a new book that's being published this year uh, on small data who's going to be taking part as well. So it'll be a really good mix of ideas and insight to help people who are um, maybe drowning in a swamp of data. Then in February, at the end of February, Monday the 29th of February, we're off to the Telegraph, who are kindly hosting a meeting on content strategies, which would be really interesting. It's also an opportunity to see firsthand how the Telegraph organizes itself to produce both a newspaper and also online communications. And then in March, uh, we're heading to Deloitte, uh, Wednesday the 30th of March, and they're kindly hosting a meeting which is looking at robotics. So we'll be able to explore issues around you know, the degree to which robots could replace jobs and what the implications that could have for companies and also for society as a whole. Mm-hmm. Lovely. A real range of topics. So if people are listening and, and want to find out more about becoming a member, what, what do they need to do? What's the criteria and how does it all work? Well, we're predominantly um, aimed at large organizations. So if you're a, a well-known large organization, then we would love to talk to you about becoming a member. I would suggest the first thing to do is to really have a good look at our website, dsmlf.info. Uh, there's a lot of information on there. There are videos, there are photographs, there are executive summaries of meetings. You can learn about who the other members are. You can read our blog. You can listen to the radio get a sense of what we're about and then please get in contact with us through the site and then what we can do is that we can explain to you more about the different levels of membership. We do enterprise membership for um, six months or a year for up to six people and then we also have individual memberships. So it could be that you are you know, an ambitious person within your organization um, and that you want to invest in yourself um, or that you fit some other sort of category and we'd be happy to arrange um, you know, an individual membership for you as well. Uh, and then um, we can sometimes, fairly often we can arrange for people who are interested to have a what we call a taster session so they can come along as guests and meet other members and participate in a meeting and see how we work and how we operate and then hopefully after that they will uh, get in touch with us and we can arrange for them to become a member and provide them with member login details, the team will be in touch with them and they'll get updates on all our initiatives and be involved in the whole programme for 2016. Lovely, thank you. It's been great hearing more about the forum and, and gives us a really great opportunity to, to share uh, you know, what's happening with, with the, the radio audience. So thank you for joining me, Justin. Thank you very much, Joe. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're going to be covering a whole variety of themes and topics going forward on the radio as well as in real life at the face-to-face -face meetings. And if you'd like to be on the show, then please do get in touch with us via our website, which is dsmlf.info. DSMLF Radio, world-leading insight from world-leading peers, helping to accelerate your intelligence.